Welcome back to another episode of the Educated and the Reckless Podcast with your host, Apollo P. and... No Better Nina. And, uh, you know, if you're tuning in, this is another reckless, educated-based podcast that's so effervescent and, and filled with youth and variety and ignorance. And episode 21. Episode 21, yeah. Yeah. 21. Oh, and 21 is going to drop an album oh, on the wow. 21st. Ha, 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 ha. On the 21st. Wow. That's next week, no? Yeah, yes. Next Friday. 21, 21. Got it. Yes, so let's get into it. How you been, Nina? Good. I've actually had a really good um, week. Um, I went out on Friday to Wallen. Mm -hmm. That was my first time going there. It was fun, but yo, I fucked up. So let me tell you what happened. Um, I went out on the Friday night and everything was good. Like I had a good night, whatever. Me and Brittany went together. It was cool. And then I never have a problem waking up for work the next day. And you know, I have hashtag the next morning, yeah. right? I never have a problem waking up the next day. I usually just set a nice one-two alarm and I'm fine. Like, one, I get two. up, I hear it, and I'm good, right? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I had two alarms set, and I must have turned them both off. I didn't even, I don't even remember hearing them, nothing. Mm. I woke up at 924, yeah. and I looked, I seen the light in my window, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, this is not a good sign because there's a light outside. Usually when I get up on a Saturday, it's still dark out. Yeah. I've panicked. I look at my phone. It's 924. I call Solitaire. I'm like, you guys, I just fucking woke up. Yeah. I don't know if I'm even going to make it on time. Like, I was literally, like, I just opened my eyes when I had called them. Mm. And they were like, okay, it's fine. I was like, can I just tweet from home? And they were like, yeah. So I fucked up big time with that. that I've never, ever, ever missed work because of, like, going out the night before. So I really don't know what happened. But mm. safe to say, whenever I have a show the next morning, I will not be going out on a Friday ever again. Oh. Um. So that was a big fuck up on my part. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. The owl asthma thing got a little bit better. Um, you still got asthma. That's the funny part. But it's still kind of, yeah, it kind of <laughs> sucks. You got asthma. Um, you got an inhaler? Yeah, I've been using it. Oh. Um, on Monday, I filmed, I brought back my YouTube channel. So I go. filmed my first episode of No Better Take, which is um, I'm picking like three popular stories that I personally have an opinion on. Give you like a rundown with details and stuff you probably didn't know about. And then my mm -hmm. opinion. Um, I spent about like a minute or two each on them. And then I my mom's work has like a soccer team and mm -hmm. they needed more players. So I got to play for the first time in two years, which was really fun. Um, that was last night. And um, yeah, I was really happy because like I don't have friends who like to play, who play soccer in general. You don't have so, friends like, that are athletic. Not not that they're not that not that they're not athletic, but like Brittany, for example, doesn't play soccer. Is she athletic though? She works out, but she doesn't play like sports. Man, athletic is not working out. Like you working out is working out. You train. Okay, so play. then I guess she's not athletic. I don't know. Damn. She doesn't play any sports. All right, but, like, that's exactly what it means. She's, but, not she's not an athlete. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't have any friends who play soccer. Um, so I don't have anyone I can play pickup games with and stuff, which sucks, but now I have this team on Monday night. You're going to be playing with, with women in their 50s. And men. It's like co-ed. It's okay. It's basically, it's not even really a team. It's like their company paid for them to have a field, um, at this like indoor dome mm -hmm. for an hour every Monday. And so it's like everyone shows up and then they, they, we split ourselves into team. It's pretty much a scrimmage. But I was I was like nervous going into it because I'm like, this is going to be fucking boring, mom. Like it's all old people. Like it's going to be too easy, whatever. But like 
There's well, that's a... coming from a girl who has asthma. What the fuck are you talking Shut about? Shut up. I'm good at <laughs> soccer. You have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> so I came on the field and there was a couple of Russian people there and they just got to the company. They were new, my mom said. Yeah. And obviously they take their soccer very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I deked out one of the older Russian guys. He was probably like mid thirties. I'd like deked him out the second I got on the field. He didn't like it very much. He stayed on top of me the rest of the fucking game. Like he would not let up. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Like there was that sort of competitiveness within some of the guys that were playing mm-hmm. um but and then obviously there's some like wimpy players like i love my mom but she sucks i took the ball from her every time i didn't let her get away with anything um you look at you shit on your mom's right now like, <laughs> no, she knows she sucks she said specifically she's like i'm bringing you so i look good even though i suck they're gonna be like wow your daughter's actually good oh, i'm like yeah okay thanks mom the good old <laughs> i trained my daughter to be better than i am yeah <laughs> but um yeah that's pretty much my week how's your week gone uh, pretty much the same. Didn't do the nothing. Same. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean the same?" <laughs> Didn't do nothing, man. I got what? What do I do? What do I do? Um, I pretty much, pretty much just work. I worked. Yeah. Oh, yo, I can't think of nothing. Damn, I should start writing what I'm doing throughout You've the week. You've been saying that. I do never do. I it. don't because you know why? It's nothing really entertaining happens. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was really exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. You what? made ribs last night. It's not really. Yeah, but it, it's not. Not that's not something for me to be proud about. Wow, you said you were proud because you know how to cook. I know. I. I know how to cook, but I know. I know how to cook. I just made ribs last night. I, not even last night. I made them like basically this morning. I started. Can cooking you bring me w- your ribs so I can try them one day and tell you if they're actually good or not? Like, okay. has anyone else tried them and told you? Yeah, my brother tried them. He ate okay. them today. He ate them this morning before I left. He was like, yeah, they're good. Ew, this morning. <laughs> I made them, to be honest, I made them, I finished cooking around like 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay. That's still gross, though, like eating them this morning. That's how he gets down. That's how he gives it up. Damn. So I did that. Um, yeah, bring them one day. I want to try. Yeah. I mean, I don't cook, see things, I don't cook that often. I'm only cooking because my mom's not here. Oh, she's still not back? She's coming back tomorrow morning. Uh, so I have to go pick her up. Okay. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, to be honest, I got nothing really special. You know, Side I, note, off the ribs. Um, I so you know how with my meal prepping, uh, I um like I got I obviously get sick and tired of eating the same shit like all the time. So I switched up and I made up this new recipe, and I made these bomb ass turkey meatballs stuffed with cheese and um, cayenne pepper and um something else. But they're really fucking good. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's a. It's really good. Is it? I'll give you the recipe. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. Like, all you got to do is grate the cheese, take the meat, roll it in a ball, put the cheese in. You know what? I'm, cayenne pepper. I'm going to go on um, a keto diet. Yeah? Yeah. Good I'm, luck. I'm going to try to... I mean, I think it's pretty easy. All you have to do is just not eat, eat any... Carbs. F- yeah. That's, that's, for me, that would be hard. It's easy. I eat pasta every day. You got a problem. I love pasta. You're the same girl that was eating hot dogs and macaroni. You see carbs. Yeah. There you go. But uh, I could I could do the I did a little bit of the keto when um. How do you say it like that? What is how am I supposed keto. to say? Keto. Keto. Yeah. What did I say? Keto. keto. It's keto. It's the same thing. <laughs> but so I went. I did a little bit of it. Okay. Because I was listening to like uh this podcast. Uh, not yeah. I was listening to it just because I it stumbled on it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's one of these dudes are talking about how he went on like a, a seven day water cleanse or something. Oh shit! And he was like, when you don't have carbs inside your body, your body goes into ketosis, and it starts to use the the fat, 
It starts to use the fat as uh, as energy. Yeah. And so, and you start to shred all the fat, and you don't really lose muscle. Yeah, but do you even have a lot of fat? No, nah, but like, I still gotta sh- shred it. I, ca- I think I still have majority a lot of fat, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm fat. It's yeah. just things I want to shed because I have I want to have a slender uh, a certain the, type of physique. Yeah. So I think like if I go on that, it'll be a lot better because I just burn off the fat. Yeah. And then I'll be slimmer and slender and stuff like that. That's good, but um. My mom's gonna go on it too, so I think I think going on a keto diet is a lot better if you want to lose weight. Yeah. Because you change your diet, you're not really going on a diet; you're just changing your dietary eating habits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, your body's forcing you; it's forcing your body to use uh, the reserve fat that you didn't use when you're you didn't when you use were on like, it. eating carbo carb carbs carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah there we carbs. Go. Yeah, because carbs um, turns into fat, right? And it's good that your your mom is gonna do it with you too, because then it kind of makes it easier for you in terms of like the food is always gonna be there. Yeah. See, for me, like nobody in my family is eating healthy the way i do so like my mom is still anybody who knows me and who's come to my house Mm -hmm. knows the reason that my eating habits are so terrible is plain and simple because of the way my mother raised me Mm. my mother was the kind of person who if i did something good like my reward was a happy meal or a cosmic brownie or a A chocolate bar what's a cosmic brownie oh my god you never had cosmic brownies before shut the fuck up i don't know what a cosmic brownie is google it right now little debbie cosmic brownies they are the best fucking brownies like the best pre-packaged brownies you could ever eat so good um but even to this day i still have those in my house we literally finished the box yesterday cosmic brownies uh gummy candies um craft dinner hot dogs like all that shit is still in my house and like i have to like oh. those are so good i have to try 10 times harder to not eat them and just stick to my meal prepping because all that shit is still in my house and my sister still eats like that so damn Life is, uh, you guys, you guys out here fucking yourself up. <laughs> yeah, but I learned a lesson from that. I'm not raising my kids like that. Yeah, I mean, rewarding them with sweets isn't, I mean, it's not a good thing. Nah. But even rewarding them with materialistic things isn't good either because then they're going to expect something. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'll just give them a sticker on the fridge. Well, good how job. about you just say, like, hey, you do good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, why do you tell job. them, we're like, good job. Or even whenever we were sad, like, my mom would literally take us to McDonald's. That's what, so, uh, like, I guess in a sense, it's kind of like emotional eating. Like whenever we were upset, she'd yeah. be like, okay, hey, let's go. I'll buy you McDonald's. It's okay. You'll be fine. Oh. I'm like, okay. All right. All right. So uh, let's get into it. We have, uh, we don't got that much time. Yeah. Because we walked in the studio late together. I think we can still push it a little bit. You can push it a little bit. I'm the, I'm the next one booked at two. I don't think anyone's booked at 1.30 or one. Oh. Uh, what, what time did you book until 1.30? Yeah, one, one o'clock. Oh, 11. one? Yeah, why one, not 1.30? Hour and a half. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's fine. I don't. I think we'll be okay, to be honest. All right, we're ten minutes in, or maybe about eleven. I, I have a little. So I noticed. I started a little timer. Okay. Why? I don't know, but I think it's gonna keep me on track. Okay. I could stop certain things. We get into certain topics. Let me just laugh right now because we're about to get into the topic. Wow. Ten minutes in. All right. So, um, York Regional Police decided that they will be exposing the names of impaired drivers online from here on out. You know what? I like this. I like this because you know what? America, America does this. Do they? America does. You know how like they have public records for people who go to court and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't right. have that. So, 
I look at this as I think is I think it's a great thing to do. It's oh, it's funny too because even on Twitter this morning I was scrolling and I follow York Regional Police, so I see they actually tweeted out a name of somebody else who I think he was young, like early twenties. Yeah. I think either twenty or twenty three, mm-hmm. one or the other, and how he um he they were using it as an example. They gave his full name. They said he's this this age, or whatever, and he killed a five-year-old in Newmarket yeah. um, in August. Yeah. Um, I think this is fair. However, I do think um, these names online should only be shown if you either, A, you kill someone, B, it was your second offense. Um, I don't think it should be on there if it was your first offense and nothing terrible happened just because that can be really tarnishing to your image how are you supposed to get a job if they can google and your first thing that comes up is your dui you know i don't condone <laughs> drunk you. driving don't get don't get it twisted i don't condone drunk driving i've never drunk drove myself people been telling us not to dr- drink and drive since the 90s yeah no well, that, for, as far as i remember as the 90s but I, since i was born in the 90s but like yo to be honest stop fucking drinking and driving like don't say no just because i look at it like this when I'm, imagine me driving, there's been times when I've driven and I've been sleepy and I've, I'm, I would like slightly doze at the wheel. Mm-hmm. After I got back home, I'm like, yo, I'm never doing that shit again. That's not smart. You know what I do? I don't do it again. I mean, I've did it a few, tor- a few more times after <laughs> that. But I was like, you know what? This is not what, this is not the move. I respect my life. I want my life to. It is. You know, okay. I will say I had my, like. A really terrifying drunk driving experience. You um, drunk? You drink? No, no, not not me, not me. Yeah, um, I didn't get in the car with people. Who did. I well, that was the mistake that I made. Um, we were getting a ride home uh, from the club from downtown. because yeah. um, the same this person lived in Vaughn as well. Um, so we were like, okay, like this is convenient. We both we all all of us live in Vaughn, all three of us. So let's just all go home together. Mm-hmm. We thought that like he seemed okay. He seemed like everything was good. Whatever we're walking to the car, everything's good soon as, and i'm sitting in the front with him mm-hmm. soon as we hit the gardener the man starts falling asleep at the wheel i'm like are you fucking kidding me i literally steered from the gardener he was sleeping his foot was on the gas i steered us the entire way home from the gardener hit the 427 he would i begged him to pull over on the highway i was like please like we'll just switch i'll drive at least i'm alert like yeah. whatever because he if we weren't with him he wouldn't have made it home alive. No way in hell he would have made it home alive. He would have crashed into a barrier. Like, because oh, that's the way he was driving. And, like, I had to steer us all the way home. Finally steered us off the highway. Um, got us into a plaza. And then, like, whatever. It was over and done with. Ever since then, I literally never got in a car with him or any other drunk driver again. Because yeah. even when you think they're good, like, once you sit down or lie down, like, your body just automatically, like, sleep like that's it when you're Mm. drunk especially um but yeah i don't think (laughs) i think if it's your first offense and nothing terrible happened then i don't think it should be it's the it's the it's the fact that you did it that's the that's the reason and you got caught and you got caught because let's be honest in the in the eyes of the law if you commit a crime you do not get caught you never (laughs) you never committed a crime yeah all right so if you (laughs) you committed a crime if you committed a crime and you got caught you committed that crime yeah. Who knows? You, this could have been your first time ever drinking and driving, or this could have been your seventeenth time drinking and driving. It doesn't really. It, there's no difference. It's the fact that you did it, anyways. You That's put fair. you put alcohol in your system. You're like, let me drive myself home. You didn't have you didn't have the fucking rationale to go like, maybe if I'm going to this party and I'm driving, maybe I shouldn't have any drinks. 
That no, that is fair because even I see this guy all the time when I go out, and he every time I'm like, "Did you drive?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "But I learned my lesson, like whatever." I'm like, what? "So he's drinking when, when, like, when you see him at parties, he's drinking." And yeah, he's like he's not wasted. Oh, actually, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you because I thought he was fine that night too. Okay. So he could be wasted for all I yeah, know. See, but I don't know. I still, I there's still, I see your point, and your point is valid. That the fact that you could have done this plenty of times before. Yeah, I don't know. I it's not still, smart. I, my, my, just I'm just thinking of like the people who make the mistake the first time. Well, how is it a mistake when you constantly put alcohol in your body and you? Yeah, drove but there? like sometimes people think they're good. Like no, there's no not <laughs> thinking you're good. It's either you're either you're sober or you're impaired. But you know, sometimes cops be letting people like well, back in the not back in the day, but even like um. Oh, hold on! Before you say anything. Before you say the the fact that you said back in the day, there were a time, there was a time in in, in history where you could blame the fact that you're drinking alcohol on the on on the fact that you're driving p- poorly, and you would that was an excuse. It was like mm-hmm. I'm I'm drinking, sir. This is why I'm driving poorly. Isn't that funny? Yeah, Not funny, really. Yeah, it's, it was stupid back in the day. You could blame alcohol for the fact that you're impaired driving, right? Yeah. And then people got caught onto it. It's like no, people are making a constant decision to drink alcohol and drive. That's why so many. Uh, uh, so much shit has happened. You know what? I'm glad that we're on this because I was looking on CP24's Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, I think last week and stuff like that, and I was scrolling down for like a while, and I realized that a lot of the fucking incidents that happened in the GTA all involve cars. Like you, oh, you're yeah. most likely to get hit or struck. You're most likely to get struck by a car, get into yourself into an accident. Mm-hmm. Or know someone that got hit or got into an accident more likely than you know someone that got shot or stabbed. Exactly. In fucking the GTA. Every, every day somebody gets hit by a car. No yeah, exactly. joke. Exactly. At least so, two to three people every day. There's more incidents with cars than mm-hmm. people getting shot. I know I know more people got in accidents and got hit by a car than I know. I know people who've died from car accidents than I know people who got stabbed or shot. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Driving is a serious shit. Yeah. So you drinking is, is no fucking excuse. You being ignorant to the law is no fucking excuse. So when people, when you when you shame people, I mean, this is like an old tactic that used to go back in the day. It's like shame people in public for their dumb actions. I'm looking at this. It's like, yeah, you a dumbass. Stop drinking and driving. You have more fucking restraint in your body. If if, if alcohol is too is too tempting for you and driving is too tempting to you, take an Uber. Yeah, or so don't I drink. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't One know. or the other, or drink at your house so you don't got to worry about it. driving. I'm still kind of torn, but that's okay. Yeah, next you, topic. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so this next one I, I found interesting. I saw it on, on, on social media, uh, I think, like, yesterday or two days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so blacks are more likely to be hurt or killed by Toronto police and found a new study. Shocker. You know what? I find, You know what? I do find it shocking a little bit. Do you bit actually? Because this is Canada, right? We don't. We have a history of violence towards like Aboriginal people more so than, and we have a reputation of not being racist. But people who say that obviously haven't lived here. No, no, just fuck racism everywhere. This is the Western society. This fucking racism everywhere. Like, don't I know, but Americans don't think it's like that here either. Yeah. It's obviously not that to their extent, yeah. but because we never really had slavery. Well, we had slavery, but not to intensity. They're out here fucking, and plus it gets cold over here. So what are you gonna have your slaves doing? Like, co- you can't really pick cotton, <laughs> like potato. You're gonna make them. I, what's our biggest export? Potatoes, and that's coming from PEI and shit like that. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, she's not. She wasn't like really conducive to slavery. 
Okay. So, I mean, well, we, there were slaves, but it was yes. like it, the shit wasn't like we, were, we weren't make, we weren't really milking the slaves over here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> go so, build the study. All right. So the fact that I saw this, I read this, and I'm like, I'm kind of surprised. But they really focus on the Jane and Finch uh, mm-hmm. neighborhood. I don't know why. If Jane and Finch really isn't that bad. It's not that bad. I think because they focus more because there's a university that's really close to it, and it's it, it's York University is right next to Jane and Finch people. If people don't know who are listening, yeah. So I don't know. Who I know that. But. I don't know why they focus so much on Jane and Finch. Like that was the most impoverished neighborhood in Toronto. Uh, but yeah, they say like they overpolice the black communities over here, and they use excessive force. <clears throat> and they, you know, um, black people make up a large portion of all the cases were involving force or death by police. Mm-hmm. I mean, there. When I was reading it, let me see the the stats that they put up on this thing. They were like, we make up like, blacks make up like, uh, so black people make up 8.8% of Toronto's population. But from 2013 to 2017, they made up 70% of police shootings that resulted in civilian death. 61.5% of police who use the force in cases that result in civilian death. 36% 36% of police shootings, 28.8% of police use of uh, force in cases, and 25.4% of SIU investigations. That's crazy. No, that is crazy. We make up 8%, but we make, we're a majority of all the fucked up shit that, that's done by police. Yeah, and when you, especially when you put it in in those um, statistics. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's fucked up. And I'm glad they actually do this, because I, I found that... Um, Canada in general, we don't do a lot of studies on certain things. Mm-hmm. I think because I think this is like this was done by like uh, someone from Toronto University or not? What why I say University you're, you're, of Toronto? Yeah, there we go. Um, I think so. It was done by someone at University of Toronto. Yeah, University of Toronto. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still, but like, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not shocked that this is the case. Like, I know, like, I, I this is not information that I feel is the statistics, the numbers. Hearing the numbers obviously is new, but. Mm. The fact that this happens is not um, something that's that I wasn't expecting to hear. I mean, people do say people do say like, oh, yeah, please fuck the police and police giving brutality. But I I guess I'm not from Jane and Finch, so mm-hmm. I'm I don't see that shit going on. Yeah. But I do often hear the stories of American blacks in impoverished neighborhoods talking about, yo, the police are over brutalizing us. And we've seen like riots and the Rodney King shits and the. And the shits that go on with the the Michael Browns of the world. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, all that shit comes from south of the border. Yeah. So, when it comes up to here, and I don't really see that type of shit. is like, yo, police are really killing civilians like that heavily over here. You know what I mean? Their comparison makes us look better is what you're saying. No, 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 no. better, no. but, like. The comparison is overshadowing mm-hmm. what's actually going on yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the fact that I'm hearing police brutality is mostly coming from stateside. Yeah. I'm not hearing about stuff like that. So, when I read it. And when I read it, I actually coming from like an hour away from where I live. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, now they're putting numbers to something that now I can say like, okay, this is actually happening. This shit's actually real. Yeah. I mean, it's not real until someone takes the time to actually focus on it. Yeah. If people just say, yo, we getting fucked up out here by the police. It's like, yeah. yeah until you have the, the everyone's facts saying to back getting, it up and yeah. the numbers and shit. Yeah. yeah everyone's saying, you, every, everyone's saying, I know someone is getting fucked up by the police. But like, we're seeing shit like, we're making like. Black people make up 8.8% of the population in Toronto. That's how many And they're people. making up 70% of certain They're stuff. making majority of the fucking yeah. shit that's done by police. Yeah. So More than the 8% yeah. that they actually represent. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, it's crazy. 
Yeah. That means that police are focusing on taking down black civilians in Toronto. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I don't know if it's uh, it, it's just plain racism. I don't know if it's like a, a attack on the community or maybe that they just feel scared walking inside Jane and Finch and they hear all the shit that they remember hearing on the, on the news and, and what's going on in the streets and stuff like that. And so when they see someone that might be committing crime or someone that might, that, that might look suspicious, maybe they want to exact, exact, uh, ex, exact excessive force. They'll yeah. go like, you know what? Fuck it. I know what you guys are up to. Let me just do the most Making because you guys look like savages yeah. to me anyways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what it is. But yeah, the funny thing is that in the most Canadian fashion, uh, Toronto police, and the Toronto Police Service Board released a joint statement saying that they would act on a report recommendation and they recognize that there is are there recognize that there are those within Toronto black community that who feel that because of the color of their skin, the police, including that when it comes to use of force, have times treated them differently. It's funny that you said it, of course in Canadian fashion they came out yeah because yeah, the thing is like what, what the shit when shit goes wrong and it's like in Nobody public says form, anything. It, no no in Canadian fashion like when shit's public and it, it's it's public and it people can look at it people go like you know what fuck we gotta apologize or we gotta take ownership we gotta take accountability of this yeah but I swear believe you me believe okay when it comes to certain shit that's going on, like especially from the Toronto Police, yes, people are not ignorant to what's going on. No, they're hiding it until it comes public, mm-hmm. and the minute it comes public, it's like, all right, fuck, we got clean well, shit up. Well, even so, there is, um, I mean, this isn't necessarily related to race and police relations, but with sexual assault, there was uh, I read an article about a woman in the police force. I can't remember what district she was. Yeah, she's suing them, right? Yeah, and like four other women came forward now. And she said the comments, like they literally post up pictures of porn in the office, Mm -hmm. like in the district. Like it's all there, like bluntly in front of them. And like they make comments towards her. And like um, one time she was out like for coffee with one of them and they tried some shit on her, like a lot of fucked up shit. And I was just like, like it's really like the fact that it's out there and whoever the however the power system works within the police whoever the head of the district is or the boss or whatever the fact that he's not doing anything about it when he sees porn images all in the I'm sorry but at my work I would be very uncomfortable if I saw like porn images posted all over the fucking walls mm-hmm. like that'd be really 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 it's awkward fucked up yeah fucked so up they they real. do know what goes on they just don't don't give a fuck yeah that's what it is all right all right so <laughs> all right uh, mm-hmm. Let's get into pop culture news. The topic everyone's talking about. Mm, or right, so you want to talk about this Cardi uh, Cardi B and Offset? They're done. Mm-hmm. I don't. When I first, all right. So my my homie hit me up. Yep. It was like, yo, <laughs> Cardi B Offset, they broke up. And I'm like, I read, I watched the video, I posted it on Apollo for the people, yes. and then um, I looked at it. I'm like, I don't believe this shit. I don't believe this shit. I looked at it. I was like, I think she's lying. I think they're gonna get back together. I think they never broke up. To be honest with you. But why? Because you know why? I seen Offset in their comments going like, y'all won. And I read that. And I'm like, what type of man who just got broken up is inside their ex's comment like, y'all won. And now I'm like, yo, I don't believe A this shit. A sad one. Like, man, what? Bro. You you supposed to be inside her phone like, yo, just let, give me he back. He probably is. And now he's like, damn, I got to make her know that it's really real and that I really love her. Yeah. So then he's out here tweeting shit like, fuck y'all. I miss Cardi. Yeah. So and you like, know what? See, this is, this is what I want to break down. I was listening to another podcast. Yes. Uh, or not maybe like a live stream and a woman knows what type of man she has within an hour of talking to him if he know she knows that he has a wandering eye the minute she's able to talk to him yeah cardi b knew what she had 
But maybe the thing is, you know what the thing is with women, with most women, is women always think that they can change somebody for the better. Women feel good about themselves when they're able to change somebody for the better. Mm -hmm. So they think that they can change someone and, and make them better than who they were and and then in you know one day that person's gonna realize and be like oh my god i'm so thankful for you like you really helped me become a better person and blah 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 like but yo it doesn't work like that mm. it really doesn't i refuse to settle for a man who i'll have to change you know Never within that. the hour of talking to a man 100 percent, that yeah. he has a wandering eye yeah no exactly exactly you know what you're getting into when you exactly get into and she, but uh, she, there and is that part in every woman who, where they want to change the person they're Whose with. Whose fault is that? But you know what? I want to know even... I have a feeling... I mean, me personally, I, I <laughs> don't think they're they're broken up. I think they're broken up, but I do think they're going to get back together because I can see Cardi... Because of the fact that they have a kid and, like, she already tried. And I remember... I talked about this in my YouTube video, too. I remember... It was last September, I believe. Not the one that passed, the one before. Where it first came out that he was cheating with some girl in like yellow pants or something. I don't remember. Or he was wearing yellow pants, something like that after a concert. And, um, somebody commented on her shit. Like, why are you still with him? And she replied to the comment saying, you know, like I would rather try with him than to have to open up to somebody completely new and start all over again. And now that they have a kid, obviously that sentiment I feel weighs even heavier because it's like, we have a whole child together. Like, I want the family together. I want everything to be like perfect, whatever. They're married. And yeah. And so I feel like they are going to get back together and they're not actually going to go through with the divorce. I said no, it's cheaper to keep her, man. It's always cheaper to keep but her, man. You do know, um, I was also reading this thing under New York law that he owns 50% of her brand forever now. Because allegedly, what the thing, the whole thing is under New York law, allegedly her brand was built mostly while she was with offset whereas with offset himself he was allegedly built completely before marrying her Man. so for him it doesn't work the same he doesn't know her shit but apparently he owns 50 percent of her brand forever now that's called what you call that that's because they didn't sign a prenup that's, that's called fucked. pimping it's that, called pimping. I hope she gets a good ass lawyer if she does go through with the divorce because that's fucked. Come on, that's called pimping, man. Pimping, no, pimping, like, pimping. That that ain't fair because yeah. he fucked her over. Why should he have the rights to fifty percent of her brand? Because you know, you see the thing is, mm -hmm. a man. This is what Amanda, right? Offset, Offset got the money, and he. You already know what type of man he is, so he probably gave it to her. Is like this is how I'm giving it up. The dick's a com I got community dick. You already know how I give it up. I'm out when I go out to these streets. I don't love them, but I come back to you. I love you. <sighs> but check this out. Check this out. <laughs> I respect it. He probably he told her that. He probably told her. This is how I, I get down, Cardi. That. I love you, baby, but this is how I get down. And Cardi B knew this and was like, you know what? As long as you just don't embarrass me and shit like that, you know, I'm going to hold you down type shit. Like how a real Brooke Bronx bitch would do, right? Yeah. But check this out. Check this out. <clears throat> Was she not on Instagram about a week and a half ago during Thanksgiving talking about mm, my sexy black husband? I'm going to fuck you. Where is it? It's still oh, on. The whole like warm yeah. pussy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was, yeah it was on. It's on. They're inside that little con. It wasn't a week ago. Thanksgiving was almost a month ago now. No, it's not. Yes, it was. No, it was like not. the 20 something of November. Yeah, but like she was on there talking about, oh, my husband, I'm going to fuck you. Yeah, but she then she probably didn't know. She probably found out about this Video whole MMM porn and Cuban doll shit the same time we all did. And that's probably what set the last straw for her. She Because she said that things haven't been working out with him for a hot minute now, whatever. A hot, she was just. Yes. What's a hot? 
hot no, minute. I, What's no, a hot minute? That's what I'm saying. It could have been just after Thanksgiving. That's a couple weeks now. But she broke. She broke up with this man a week ago. <laughs> okay, so there, she no. was no. But the thing is, like, you gotta get like she was just mm. she was trying. And Thanksgiving, you don't you ain't trying to like have a shitty Thanksgiving. She especially put her on Instagram. With your kid. Going, like you're probably you. in a good mood, like you know, trying to have a good festive Thanksgiving, and then it's like, damn, like. You don't want to think about that shit, especially your child's first Thanksgiving. You want it to be perfect. I just, I don't know. And there was something she, else you said that triggered me that I wanted to say something about. She posted the video. She posted her child on Instagram. Let that, let that man know that yeah, I'm gonna take everything for you. <laughs> and she's so cute. I'm gonna take Fuck, everything. There was something you said that I was gonna. I had a point to, and I really forgot. Go ahead, rebuttal, rebuttal. I don't remember Retort. what it was, but in other news, did you hear the? Did you hear the the? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I I remember now. So you know how you were saying like he probably told her this is community dick and blah 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 and all that shit. But mm-hmm. there's a part of you that believes when you're saying okay, even if <laughs> stupid as it sounds, mm-hmm. even if you were to say this is community dick, right? Mm-hmm. Remember how you and I had the conversation? We've talked about it on the podcast too mm-hmm. about how when you make it to a certain level, you're not fucking with people who are below that level. Mm-hmm. like in terms of relationship wise or sex wise or anything yeah so cardi probably didn't expect him to be out here fucking with a 20 year old this summer bunny chick who's not really anyone special she was in takashi's video cool great awesome she dropped a diss track i mean not a diss track she dropped a track about this whole thing too i don't know if you had a chance to listen i didn't it. listen i'm not listening it to is fucking, fucking terrible i know my ears were bleeding when i, I listened to it, it. and she's it over here like yeah offset needs to be on this track you really think offset's gonna be on your fucking track now I know no he's, he's not nose, but like you, like see that's what i mean cardi probably didn't think he was gonna be out here fucking with that that's not anybody who's on her level like, yeah, she was. She was so. I don't know why she exposed all that shit. I don't know. <laughs> I looked at that and like, you, why are you expose yourself like that? She's what, what a clout chaser. She, see, this is what this is the true definition of cutting off your nose to spite your face, right? Yeah. She was trying to get at Cuban doll in it, and in the attempts to get in that Cuban doll, she fucked the bro with shit. Yep. Like, and I, I think that um also like she was saying also how she's like you know in her video she posted where she was crying she's like i haven't messed with him since he had culture but then that insinuates that like she was probably fucking with him while cardi was pregnant with culture and when they first got married she's talking too much yeah bitch don't know when to shut up purpose she just because she wants attention that's why she thinks all this attention is gonna get her hits on her shitty ass song <laughs> nah, she's not gonna get no song she she used to be a cuban doll's best friend and cuban doll dropped her okay so that's where i'm confused because i thought mmm foreign and summer bunny they're two different people are they yeah one of them chick because i was it so this is like two different cheating scenarios that now that have come out that's why I'm, this summer bunny chick came out of nowhere the way in what i was researching that's what i figured summer, out summer bunny is summer bunny yeah, is the, the one who was crying he's cuban's the, best friend i guess that's what no 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 mmm foreign was oh she you mean she's cuban's best friend now no she ex, her ex best friend no mmm foreign i that, thought that whatever was her, her name was is was her was cuban's ex best friend and then Man. summer bunny is some next chick now who came out and started but i don't know why she came out with all that shit randomly that's what i understood from mm-hmm. it when i was looking it up so yeah fuck these bitches man. i don't know man shit was mad confusing can you just keep your dick in one place so we don't get confused when we're reporting everything man, yeah fuck these bitches bro like fuck them bitches <laughs> let's talk about uh, fuck these bitches these hoes anyways bro. let's talk about um the fact that cardi <laughs> b was like i was telling offset the other day we gonna get a divorce oh yeah that was <laughs> that, funny that, that was shit funny. hurt that shit if i was offset i'm like damn bro. i don't give a fuck give him all the smoke he deserves it damn. i don't care don't yeah. hold back he's yo. Know, he's i'm telling you it's cheaper to keep her he's gonna have to fight 
to get her. Well, I don't think they're even broken up, but uh, he's going to have to fight to get her back, allegedly. I'm going to say uh, allegedly. I, I think they're broken up, but I think that they're going to go back together. You think? Yeah. And he was like, yo, fuck y'all. I miss Cardi. Yeah. And then people it, were like, but, oh, you know, also I read something about that tweet, too. You know how everyone was like, what do you mean, fuck us? Like, what did we do? Man. Someone said he probably just forgot the comma, and it's probably supposed to be fuck, comma, y'all, I miss Cardi. That's what it could have been. But, you know, he don't be using his grammar and shit. So. I mean, he's a country guy. Like, yeah. fuck y'all. <laughs> but then he, you know him saying y'all won and shit makes it seem like it is why is it our fault yeah he did say y'all won like, <laughs> maybe keep your dick in one spot no because you're trying to the thing <laughs> is people for months been getting that cardi for saying with offset because you're cheating it's like how are you going to be with this man he's always cheating on you and blase 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 blah but like i said and like i will always say cheating is not uh what I what what the fuck do I say? I don't know. You said you always say it. So yeah, fuck. Know. I thought I said it all the time. I mean, cheating is not a, a recipe for a breakup. You see, you really think so? I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily. I disagree. You cheating on someone doesn't necessarily mean you have to break up with them. It, it's it's true. I asked someone. They're like, yeah. I disagree to a certain extent. But no, I mean, I respect you. I respect it's you. like because it's like for me, it's more so of a how much do I value myself. In order to let somebody like that come back, I get, I do get the whole like how Cardi was saying starting over with someone new. That shit is hard, yes, one hundred percent. But it, it comes down to it. At the end of the day, it comes down to how much you respect yourself and how yeah. much that person respects you. All right, so let's switch gears now. Uh, we're gonna be on a. We're gonna talk. I about don't think you, you want to talk about the R. Kelly thing. No, no, fuck, no, no, no. I fuck with the king. Fuck okay. with the king. Uh, uh I want to talk about what you gonna call it. Uh. Either Nikki and her rapist boyfriend, allegedly, yep. uh, or Travis Scott and this uh, impersonator thing. Which one? They both have to do relationships. Can we do both? Yeah. We'll do quick Travis Scott and then go in on the Nikki. What do you think about the thing, the whole impersonation shit? See, my thing is, like, I would, like, <laughs> I would think, I laugh because, like, it's funny, but I know if it was me mm -hmm. and when I get to that point yeah. in my life where, like, in that point of celebrity, I'm trying to speak it into existence, guys. Yeah. Um, when I get to that point, whatever, I would be upset if that came out because it's like you wouldn't know what to believe. She's claiming she's because her response to the whole thing was, you know, like you're lucky our love is so strong and that we knew like this was all bullshit and stuff. But truly and honestly, she didn't know. I think yeah, I <laughs> she think she, know. I think she, <laughs> I like I don't actually, I think she didn't know. She and like she know. questioned it for sure yeah. but at the same time i'm also like maybe she did know it really wasn't him because she at the same time while this was all going down she was still at every one of his tour shows you mm -hmm. think if that really happened i mean i would have just up and left and been like hey i'm going back home like fuck this oh she goes on tour with him everywhere yeah everywhere oh shout out to her yeah, so she was that. here at the toronto one too oh, she's, she's every every single one she's a beautiful woman for doing that so and she bringing her little story yes with yeah they're beautiful family and so it's like if, if she like a part of me is like she probably like believed it, but then part of me was like, she probably didn't because she was at all the tour shows even while that was going on. But I, I don't know. It's it's funny to us, but like it's like when you're really in that situation, it is kind of wrong. So, so why she had this? If she hold on, why she even say, "Oh, our, our love is so strong." That mean no. That's that's what no, I'm saying. You that believe that shit. That's what makes it think like yeah, that you believed it. And she commented on it. 
Yeah. She was like, she that means it was like, oh shit. This. She commented, Kim and Chloe commented on it. Yeah. Travis obviously spoke out about it. Because they, like, they they thought that she was real. Was like, well, he, especially after the whole Chloe and Tristan thing. Yeah. That family can't let anything slide now. Yeah, you know what happened? He, like <laughs> Kylie probably hit Travis was like, yo, yo, what do you what do you like what do you want? Like Yeah. I was like, <laughs> a lot of people, up. you know what, you know, a lot of people have been saying though, what? is a lot of people think that Chris Jenner was behind the whole thing and it's just a publicity stunt. Chris Jenner? Kylie's mom. But that dude had like only like 4,000 YouTube subscribers at the time of doing that. Yeah. So, that's so you're saying Chris people, Je- Some people, a lot of people are alleging that she could possibly be behind it because she's the queen of like spinning. So Chris Jenner looked publicity. at this lookalike on YouTube. After. Maybe, maybe she was like, "Yo, I'll pay you to do this. We you need know, to bring more I, attention to the Astro World tour or whatever else man. is going on, the lip kits and all that shit." I'm not, I don't, I'm not believing that conspiracy shit. I mean, hey, anything is possible. Dude, no, dude was smart. I like the thing is, people say, "Yo, what you did was fucked up because you really fucked up someone. You could have really fucked up some relationship. You could have like you have this woman question this man for doing nothing and then." Now that probably put a rift in the relationship and shit like that. Well, apparently but they're love strong. So. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to call them black love, but she's not black. <laughs> you can't call them black. I, I want to say black love, but they're not. She's not black. because uh, it's so strong, right? Uh, but uh, I look at this. I'm like, yo, this is probably this is cool. I, I looked at it and it was like, yo, dude, really found a way to make a name for himself. And make shit go viral so easily. Yeah. And it goes to show that no one really gives a fuck. Because my fr- my same friend who showed me the little uh, the Cardi B shit, uh-huh. you showed me that same picture. And I'm like, TMZ. Straight to went, I went straight to TMZ. And I remember you said you couldn't find I couldn't it anywhere. Find it. I'm like, yo, this shit fake. Yeah, because we were talking about it and you said you couldn't find it anywhere. Then I saw later that day when mm. you and I talked about it. That he was, because he was like, yeah, look, I just put the watermark on yeah. there. We're good. I'm like, that's why you couldn't find it. Yeah, I was like, yo, TMZ. Because people aren't fact-checking. Yeah. Like us reporters. Yeah. I, I got I to gotta have a reputable brand. You yes. know what I mean? So I looked at him. I'm like, yo, this shit fake. And he was like, yeah, I hope it. And my friend was like, I hope it is. I'm like, yo, I can't see this shit on the thing. Website. TMZ is not going to put an article. Not going to put a picture without yeah. an article. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, I can't find this shit. So I never reported it. Some other blogs picked it up and like, or allegedly. we didn't. Yeah. Damn. You talk about this shit. Like, That's good. Good for you. You know, and uh, also let's talk about Nikki real quick. Let's get off this relationship yes. shit. Yes. So, Nikki. Right. Yeah, go talk okay, about Okay, I'll talk about the first part, then you talk about the other shit that you added. Um, so, apparently, she's this new guy she's on this little birthday vacation with and shit is she's dating is an alleged alleged rapist. Um, she said that because somebody commented i say alleged but he actually is okay so he's a rapist he, okay. i just i just want to put a little respect on this man's name okay well i'm just gonna say rapist then. yeah go ahead um somebody commented on her picture with him and said wait y'all calling this man a rapist but it happened in 94 meaning he was 16 or 17 and the girl was a 16 year old must have been a white girl mm. um and then nikki replied to her and said he was 15 she was 16 and in a relationship but go off internet y'all can't run my life y'all can't even run your all y'all own life thank mm. you boo that's a fact and it's like, yo, you're standing up for it by saying they were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's still rape if you're in a relationship. If you're, okay, this is the way I'm thinking about it. Think about yeah. it this way. If you're passed out drunk. Um, oh, oh, oh like, we don't know the nature of how the rape happened. No, but okay, but let's say this is a scenario. You're passed out drunk. I'm pretty sure Speculated. this happened with Charlemagne and his wife. And she even sort of said to not still rape. If you're passed out drunk and mm-hmm. and you're not conscious and I'm 
asleep and you're fucking me, that's rape. Mm. Like if I if I'm not saying shit and I'm knocked the fuck out, that's rape. Like it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not. That's plain and simple. That's rape. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she's sticking up for it by saying he's they were in a relationship, it's like, hey, if I was in a relationship and drunk and passed out and he's having sex with me, that's not rape. No, 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 that's rape. Especially if I don't remember that shit. But that's that's my. like, Some people think that once you're married, it's not rape because you guys are one person, right? No. <laughs> That's creepy. How dare you sleep fuck someone while they're drunk? That's disgusting. Hold on. Sleep fu- hold on. Sleep fucking is crazy. Like, the fact that you bring that up, that's kind of extreme. But that's what I'm saying. When you're knocked out, when I'm drunk and I'm knocked out, I'm dead asleep. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I would be just, dis- because I know how I get when I'm in that state. I'm not making functional sound. I'm just like just dead let's let's get into let's get to the bottom of this it's is sleep fucking even it can sleep fucking even happen is the vagina even lubricated at that point i don't know because i've never done it okay. i just want to know i wouldn't you, know you can't be aroused while you're asleep it's just it's gross like it's, it's just sickening when you really think about it like somebody you're pretty much fucking a dead body like that's disgusting necrophilia that's disgusting yeah Ugh. Yeah, I mean, or so she also reacted by tweeting, uh, no one on social media. Oh, I got to say the Nikki one. No one on social media has ever sinned. They're all perfect. They piss champagne and walk on streets of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone on social media is now a psychic. (laughs) They're not only (laughs) telling the future, but their past too. You are, they are, oh, they are your judge, jury, and executioner. I never met these perfect people in real life, though. They exist only on social media. See, this is a nice example, though, again, of not fucking with people who are not on your level. I do not understand why these celebrities keep fucking up like this. Like, what is going on? This is really just drilling it into my head. Yeah. Like, yo, when I get there, don't fucking do this stupid You know what? Shit. I mean, I think I think celebrities want to be normal a lot, right? Because they don't... I think when you're a celebrity, a lot of the times, is like you don't realize how impactful you are to some people's lives or what you do can really be... Can really shine a light on that. Yeah. So her, she's probably thinking this good young man or... or I think... He, 40. He's 40. He's, he's young. People will call that young. Uh this nice young man that nice. she this that he that she met is gentleman probably treats her well probably spoken to her probably broke down his whole life story and shit but like see, that but check this out she probably knows that any workers of how things work and he probably repented if this happened back in 95 it's 2018 right now mm-hmm. dude was 16 17 what she said 16 15 uh she said he was 16 yeah and he was, no, like, he was 15 she was 16 yeah dude was 15 that's that's a, what over twenty years. Still rape. <laughs> yeah, but like fifteen, be, doing something that doing a crime at fifteen is a lot different than doing a crime when you're forty. Yeah, but doing a crime at fifteen, if we're talking like shoplifting, yeah. fine, that's di- that's different. But doing rape at fifteen is still rape at forty. Yeah, but you're not. It, he already got convicted. I look at it like this, right? <laughs> we, we, there's gotta be. There's gotta be. You guys gotta look at everything as, as linear. Linear. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, so people learn, people learn and evolve and grow and don't do the same things that got them in trouble the first time. I look at it like this. Dude, yeah, he raped someone. It's not like he raped someone two years ago. 
You know what I mean? Like he raped something back in '95. I was three. But they, like you're saying, they learn and evolve and yeah. grow because they got caught. No, this goes no, not necessarily got to, caught. No, because this relates to what you said about drunk driving. People could have been doing it over and over and over yeah. again. It's not until they get caught that they realize I shouldn't be doing this. So this but guy I could also have been said, raping people, uh, and but, then he got caught. But I also said that I would fall, I would fall asleep somewhere at the wheel, and I did it more times. But I stopped. But that's you. That's not, that's not this. First of all, his last name is Petty. Kenny Petty. That's yeah. his name. Yeah, I mean, the, the same with the social media. And I, I got a question because, so you put this up on the page as well, how yeah. he, um, he, also in 2002, he killed somebody. Yeah. Um, giving him that work. Yeah. And he was, it was initially, he pled guilty to first degree manslaughter. Yeah. Then he got it bumped down to manslaughter. He served seven years of a 10 year sentence and was released from prison Five years ago in 2013, my mind blowing question is yeah. how the fuck did these two even meet? That's my Where's question. He is he from Queens too? I don't know, mm-hmm. but like, how did she even? Because like, let's be real, he's not even all that good looking either. Like, how did this even she come went, into? Nikki B's in the trap. You don't know? I just don't Nikki get B's it. Nikki in the trap. Yo, she brought that man. Where they at? They on vacation right now. Where they at? Mexico? I don't know. They somewhere right now. And that man is, I see, <laughs> I was watching one video. He was like, are you holding the phone? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you holding the phone? You recording? <laughs> Shit, I wish oh, it was shoot. that easy to just pick up one of my hoes and be like, yo, let's go on vacation. Yeah, like, Nick, I yeah. just want to know but how. My, unless, the real question is, Nick, is, is Nikki desperate to start a family? Let's, let's start having yeah, a that, Yeah, is I, Nikki, I believe so. Is Nikki desperate to start a family? Yes. If she got to go, she had Safari for 12 years. She had Meek, a successful black rapper. <laughs> she now had, she has. And she oh, had Nas for a little bit. She too. had Nas for a little bit. Is Nikki desperate? Is Nikki desperate? Is she settling for less now? Yes, 100%. Oh, look at this man. The, oh, man. Is the queen. Is the... Be- oh, my gosh. She, I think Nikki is desperate. Um, I don't know about a family. I, I personally cannot see her as being a mom. Why? Why? She just doesn't have that motherly nature to me. Okay. For some reason, there's a certain... Maybe it's after this whole fight with Cardi B because Cardi is so much younger than her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. Cardi's only 10 years younger than her. Yeah, but maybe that's why. Happy birthday to the queen. Happy belated birthday to the queen. And so maybe that's why I see it like that. Because it's like, if you really had a motherly nature, nature, you would know. For example, with the whole Iggy Azalea and bad baby thing. Yeah. Iggy was like, I'm not going to fight a child. Mm. Even though Cardi's not a child, but she's a solid decade younger than you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's You kinda, can still get this work, though. And I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, for me, when I see things like that, it's like your maturity level is at a different. It's not quite mm. there yet but it's not ready so let's talk about let's break it down let's talk about is nikki desperate to start a family I... is she desperate to have some type of companion in her life i know yes 100 percent. i think so okay she how long she doesn't even stay single for long mm. like it's like she's always back up in something is nikki alone to be by herself is, is nikki afraid to be by herself possibly mm. maybe she knows like she's like we gotta talk about this she's not no, maybe queen, she's not really queen, comfortable with who she is, the, especially after all this other stuff. The queen, the the regalness of her nature of hip hop, the queen of hip hop. You're telling me that she has fears of being alone. Do you think Nikki has fears of dying alone? Maybe. She's I 30, think everyone. She's not 30, everyone. She's, she's 36, think, no child. She she sacrificed her her womanly nature to be a a, a top tier rapper. And if she wants to have a kid, she better get to it quick. Do you think she, do you think Nikki regrets looking back at Cardi B saying that she had a kid and she's still popping? Do you think Nikki regrets not having a child sooner? And nah, I don't think she regrets not having a child mm. um, But I do think she is afraid to be alone. Um, 
In terms of the whole kid thing, though, I just can't see it happening. You I don't think, know. What do you think about it? You think you you're think, the one asking all the questions? Answer. Them. I'm ask, I just ask the questions. I want to set. I I think I do honestly. I do think Nikki is somewhat desperate. Yeah. I do think she's desperate, and I do think she might be going through a depression. Yeah. I do think so, because Nikki was out here on Queen Radio talking about how Queen's supposed to be this and that and that and this, and she's here with a man. Oh. On fire on paper, a rapist and a murderer. Yep. She and she's bringing this man everywhere, and she has safari she for twelve paid years. For his yeah, stage. maybe or maybe he, or maybe, or maybe he got it like that. Maybe he came out of prison and got like got that work. I don't think so. Or uh, she's paying for this man. Like it. She had she had a lot of successful black men in her life. I mean, let's say well. <laughs> Safari was is now successful. Even in this picture, he's hidden behind her. You know why? Because his clothes probably aren't up to par with yeah. what he should be wearing. I think Nikki's desperate. I think <laughs> Nikki's desperate, and I think she wants to start a family. I think she's here, hidden in their forties. And after that whole debacle with Cardi B and her seeing yeah. Cardi B have a child, a beautiful child, and still be happy after, and the still whole be thing. happy and be married and 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 still have a career after. I think Nikki regrets not having a kid sooner in life. I feel like she feels like looking back at Cardi, she's like, I could have probably still been top tier female rapper and being in a loving relationship with a man and have my own child to bear something that I could pass on in this world. I that's what I personally think of that Nikki's go, that's what's going through Nikki's mind. And she's with this man who has five kids. Maybe she looks at his he kids. Has five? Yeah, five kids. I didn't know that. She, she probably looks at this man and go like, you know what? Maybe I can make <laughs> your kids my kids. You know, maybe we could be together and have that type of union that I was unable to give myself at a younger age. I pray the Lord never puts me in a situation. You know what I mean? Like I'm this. just saying that. I'm just speculating. I'm speculating. See, it's no, not but real. that's a no. I don't know. I I just I I I think she's um she's desperate, hundred percent. Mm, okay, I love Nikki though. Eh, mm, she's like I love I, I love her regalness. She, she got annoying. Young, uh, Next. Queen. All right. So what you want to talk about? You want to talk about Tory Lanez addressing the? Oh, actually, no. Let's not do that's that. It's not really that. Crazy. Uh, all right, let's talk about Gucci. You want to talk about your R and B stuff? Oh yeah, all right, let's talk about this R and B shit. Yeah. Who is the current king of R and B, Nina? <laughs> Give me your answer. One, two, three, four, five. Go. You want, you want like five? No, I just want you to give me oh. one. See, I don't know if I have an answer for who the king is. Who's but the current king of R and B, Nina? I right now. I don't even know if I would say there's like one notable standout king. You tell you tell me there's no one king. There's no one guy who really got the tracks, the body of work right now, who's really taught. Jacquees is amazing. I will say that. Okay. He did he did come out and say he's the king of R and B. He said that shit eight years ago. His father, Lil Wayne, said the same shit. No, he's not his father, but they look alike. I was like, what? Not, <laughs> not, and so it, he's, they're both they're both fucking with Birdman, so. Okay, Lil Wayne said he was the king of R&B? No. He said Jacquees was no, the king of R&B. Ten, ten years ago, 2008, Lil Wayne came out, said, I'm the best rapper alive. Yes. And, okay, no, one, yeah. and no one disputed that. Right now, Jacquees, but you know the why? son of Lil Wayne, was like, fuck <laughs> he's it. Not, he's not his son. And the son of Lil Wayne and the brother of Quavo came out and said that. <laughs> He is the king of R&B of this I generation. I think he's very notable. But however, I also think Chris Brown is notable. I also think Trey Songz is notable. I also think Tory Lanez is notable. Mm. Like, there's other people as well who, when we're talking king of R&B, if we're talking strictly R&B, that's their only genre, then, like, yeah, Chris, I mean, uh, 
Jacquees and Trey Songs. Those are the two because I don't really think Trey Songs strays off very far from R. Yo, Trey Songs still has to have a number one album. We talk, what are we talking about, He's, King? But he makes good music. Chris Brown, Chris. See the thing with Chris Brown and Tory that I can say is like they're not just strictly R and B. They they branch out into other genres. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the pop market, the Latin market, the um. But Jacquees is R and B. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think he's very notable at this I, time. You know what? Me personally, I'm letting that young dude rock out. Yes, he's the fucking king of R and B. Yeah, he like said he's that good. shit. He's standing on it. <laughs> People are having the uproar. It's like, he started, nah. Yeah, he started. Something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking. I was th- on my way walking into the studio. I'm thinking to myself, if I can say I'm king and people react, that means I'm fucking king. Yeah. You know why? Because if I'm not king and I said that shit, no one would pay me no type of mind. You tell me people from Tyrese, Eric Bellinger, Usher. You tell me uh, Chris Brown, Jay Holiday, uh, R. Kelly. You know what I mean? Uh, What's his name? Jaheem? Jeremiah. 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 Ty Dolla Sign. Snoop Dogg. You know, the people who are commenting are commenting on it. That means this young king, Jacquees, he's a fucking king. got their feathers ruffled. Yeah, he's a fucking king. Um, And I also think that these, all these old heads who were weighing in on this, they, yes, they had their time back then and and back in the day. Tori made a point to this and he addressed it on his Instagram live yesterday. He was saying, you know, like, let the young let let us young ones shine because yeah. it's our time now your time was back in the day it is over you're yeah. not hot now people aren't checking for you as much now exactly. because the people who were then they grew up they have other things to worry exactly. about exactly 100% i agree with that and i think a lot of these old heads their whole take on it is like it it's it's on it depends on album sales i think that's what they're looking at when they're nah. talking about king of r&b oh it's album sales nah. and it's, it's record sales and whatever but it's not it's really for us or at least for me what i'm looking at is vocal mm. ability mm. and ability to keep, stay within that r&b genre and genuinely give mm. something good like i mean well, shit like lma is pretty damn good too she's not a guy so she can't be king of r&b but the king of She's R&B good. right now, the seven up fell down. So a seven down. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. You're so corny. <laughs> yeah, I think Jacquees is king. Jacquees think- is very good. I think the reason, too, that a lot of these guys aren't giving him credit is, yeah, because of that whole record sales thing. And yeah, shit like people, that. Talk about, like, people talk he- about irrelevant shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Jacquees is very good. Let Jacquees cook. He's king right now. Chris Brown's not disputing it. <coughs> Chris Brown's not coming out saying, I'm king. Trey Song's not coming out saying, I'm king. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah's just put out a laughing emoji. Ty, Ty Dolla Sign under him laughing, too. Ty Dolla Sign's not saying Ty Dolla Sign in that. Ty Dolla Sign going through legal troubles right now. Yeah, he's, 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 he should be giving a fuck about who's king. He's about to be gone. Yeah, relax, 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 relax. Knock relax. on wood. You relax, relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> uh, and then Tyrese, is, Tyrese was singing, then he put out the black tie where he wants to be rapping and shit. You know what I mean? Tank is, you know what I mean? Not even, what's his name? The Genuine hasn't spoken about it just because Genuine knows it. My time is gone. I think Genuine, yeah, Genuine's like whatever. It's like, yeah, Genuine is out here on Instagram impersonating battle rappers. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not, you don't even feel fuck. You know what I mean? So I look at this guy. Jacquees is king. Yeah. Let that man be king. I'm not disputing it. I'm not going to argue with it. Jacquees I would definitely is king. give it to my my four are definitely Jacquees, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, and Tory Lanez. Yeah, people talking about, yo. It's And Bryson, too. You got to put Bryson Bryson's in Bryson's not no king. But he's, dude, but he's good. He does make don't good even, R&B music. Dude don't even want to be a, a singer like that. But he's good. It doesn't dude, matter if he don't want to be. He what? put out enough R&B tracks I for see, me to say well, that he's good He enough. only put out one solid project. Put out one solid project. <laughs> what, Trap Soul. 
A phenomenal project. The, what what the came one after, after that? I don't what, know, what but it was wasn't it? good. But it was yeah, it was questionable. I went to the the, sh- the tour for that one, but it it was, it was good. But he performed more from Trap Soul on that yeah, tour because he knew that was better. Yeah, he said he, when he put out that one, he was depressed. He wasn't but popping that. But he, he was good. Jacquees is letting his nuts hang right now. I put him now. on number as number five on my list. I'll put him at, as the last one on yeah. my list. I mean, Jacquees is letting his nuts hang right now. People are upset. Jay yeah. Holiday talking about that man said and someone thought he was valet. Nigga, you are valet. Yo, <laughs> yo, what where happened? You, I was like, been? the fact that you didn't even bother re-recording and you posted that just yeah. goes to show how fucking old you really are. Like, yeah. the fact that you're out in public, no security, nothing. People yeah. are coming up to you like, are yeah, you valet? Yeah, you valet. You valet. Yeah. Like, that's a Fuck joke. Fuck out of here, Jay Holiday. Suffocate, put you to bed. Where you on me? Tori said that too. He's like, nobody's seen you since Suffocate. Yeah. What was the last time I seen Jay Holiday? I haven't seen this man in a while. What about, um? would you put, um? there was somebody else I was going to ask if who you would put on this list. Fuck, it slipped my mind again. Mm-hmm. There was someone, Tori Bryson. I don't remember. I say, I, I'm standing on Jacquees. I'm with Jacquees. I'm with the young guys yeah, right see, now. Yeah, see, I put him at number one. He's fucking king. I got king. the others on my He's list, He's fucking too. king right now. Ain't nobody's, they're not coming out and saying shit about shit. If, yo, for you to be, for you to think that you king and come out and say that means you really stand on it. Okay, right now, who would you think in terms of females, who would you say the queens of R&B are? Queens of R&B? Yes. Of current, this current generation? Yes. Uh, I'm going with Georgia Smith and LMA. Those are my two. I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if Georgia Smith is really cooking like that. She's she's pretty good. Like her last say, album was very good. I would very say well done. You know what? I'm I'm I I might say I might say her. Yeah. Her her really hers really cooking. She like, I don't she I gives will us admit, that mature content. Yeah. That a lot of for her age, for a lot of people who don't know how old she is, like she's like 21, 22 or something. Okay. She's giving her that mature content for of of and she's hitting that target demo. She's Yo, like people, you don't okay one i will say i don't listen to her that much <laughs> no pun intended i meant her the sub uh, what's, what's her what's the thing with her in mind or what's the sound for i don't know but you know who else we forgot to add to the king list daniel caesar yeah, fuck out of here no you can't fuck forget him here, nah. no 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 the fact phenomenal. That you said that, fuck out of here, no nah. phenomenal what do you mean no so my list is dumped up to six so i got king. jack Queese, chris brown trey songs tory lanes rice and taylor daniel caesar those are my top six to go to for r&b nah. i bet you halfway through this podcast i'm gonna think of somebody else nah add. man daniel caesar, you said daniel caesar daniel caesar's not cooking up like that yes he is caesar, oh he, my god his album not one song is skippable on his album so not he one puts, he puts out a good record but he's no fucking king no he's good he got good singles too streetcar japanese denim violet those are some good ass singles he's not no king man like people not even talking about him in the conversation like yeah that. but so what people aren't we, talking people wouldn't have been talking about Jacquees in the conversation like People, that either Jacquees until was he a, said it Jacquees was in the uproar all this year talking about how he made it remixed though what's that what's that thing boot up <laughs> and no, he had trip pe- to trip the trip. trip trip and he yo he was like yeah, yo that was better that was, than the original but he's been working before that yeah but like <laughs> it wasn't until then he caused such a stir and you know why only kings cause stir okay. if you could put out something better than the original and have people in the uproar like oh shit <laughs> yes. girls are going crazy over this shit and like Jacquees can really sing his ass off. Like yes, dude's he can. really talented. Hundred percent. He's very he's very good. But very I, got a, I got a list of six. So. All right. So you want to talk about this um, YBM Almighty J Loki upset with his old work? No, not he, really. Right, well, up- do you want to talk about it? We can yeah, talk about it if you want to talk. I mean, about he was it. upset with his old. I just want to ask you: Is is it all right to be upset with your old work once they move on? 
and living. Wait, old work. Do you mean old work as in a girl, or do you yeah. mean old work as in music? Old work, like as in a girl. This is so awkward because I thought you meant old work as in music. Why do you? Why do you talk like that? I mean, come on, you gotta catch up with the lingo. That's his old work. Is it all right to be upset? Uh, no. Do you know how many times, mm. how many times I have been fucked over and the people who fuck me over always try to come back mm. when it's too late? I'm like, listen, I cried my fucking tears. I sat around and moped about it for a little while. I wanted to fucking kill you for a little while. Mm. And now you think you could just come back up in my life like that? No, you're not worth it. How, how have you changed? You haven't. You're coming back because you know you fucked up and I gave you the best you could have ever had. Mm. Mm -hmm. that's it's like be upset but don't come back mm. i feel like he's the kind of guy to go back and it's like yo yeah. you fucked up he was mad he was talking I'm about in my opinion it's so much more of a boss ass move when when that person comes back and you're like fuck ass no you're not coming mm. back he was mad he was talking about that pussy got mileage after me that you know he, he yeah who cares he, he was talking yours. that he was talking that upset work like yo my old work moved on <laughs> was happy he was like yo that pussy dirty dusty you know, you know what I mean? Sloppy. You know, he's, he was, you know, he was mad. He was mad at his old work. That I, sucks for him. He should have acted right when he had it. So you're saying it's not all right to be upset with your old work when they when it moves on. Be upset, but don't be out here talking about mm. it as if you were Mr. Perfect and doing all the right shit when you were in the situation. Because okay. you weren't. You got to move on then. Move yes. On. All right. So what we want to talk about? You want to talk Okay. About? I need to talk about this teacher thing. Oh, yeah, with the teacher with the fat ass. I really it? need to talk about this. Yeah, talk about that teacher so, with the okay, fat so ass. Okay, so there is a teacher who went viral. Her name mm. is Narissa Reeves or at the Honey Loaf on Instagram. Oh, yeah, she, uh, she has a weird thing because she's like a model and a teacher at the same damn time. Yeah, she's like an Instagram model and a teacher and like Trey Songz, French Montana, T.I., they all follow her. Um, and Drake follows her too? I don't I think Drake does. Uh. He's probably in the DMs though. Mm. I will say wants. she's not that cute in the face. Like she's she's, she's a got a nice fist? body, but she's not that cute in the face. She's a butterface. Yes. Um. So <clears throat> she went. Uh, one of her lessons she posted on Instagram went viral because she was wearing jeans and she has a huge ass mm -hmm. and she was wearing a top and some heels, not super high heels, mm -hmm. just like like maybe a little bit taller than kitten heels. Um. And it went viral and everyone's saying like. This is really bad, um, whatever, like you shouldn't be wearing this to work and blah, 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 mm -hmm. all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. And this also kind of goes back to that kindergarten teacher who also uh, was in a similar bae. situation. Pardon? Teacher, teacher bear. Yeah. And she yeah. had a really fat ass and a small waist and she was wearing uh, just a normal summertime dress. You know what? It's not even, it was not, <coughs> you know, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. This is a normal summertime dress. And uh, she got, she got, um, like a backlash for that as well mm -hmm. my thing is i do not understand why voluptuous women who have a shape always get a bad rap for wearing normal let me just say this again this mm -hmm. teacher was wearing jeans and a top the other teacher was wearing a normal probably a ten dollar dress from forever 21 when they wear normal clothes at their job you can't help that your body looks like that so what you're voluptuous in all the right places that's not like i don't I just don't like that people are getting in trouble for this. It pisses me off because you know what? Mm -hmm. If a girl with a pancake ass was wearing any of this shit, there would be no problem. Nobody would be saying anything. Because there's teachers out there with pancake asses wearing jeans every fucking day. Exactly. Probably wearing these same jeans every day and not getting anything for it. Like, I remember working at Lozenza and I'm not here to say like, yeah, I have this huge ass, whatever. I don't have no ass, but I don't have a huge ass, but mm -hmm. I have something. And I remember at Lozenza when I worked there, you weren't allowed to wear leggings um, with a shirt without a shirt that doesn't cover your butt. Yeah. But I noticed a lot of the girls I work were getting away with it. So I was like, cool, let me try it. 
Tell me why I got pulled aside by my manager, got in trouble, and, and got told to go buy a shirt in the mall that was long enough to cover my ass. She's I was like, hating. are you fucking kidding me? Was like, hating. I was pissed because all most of the other girls I worked with didn't have an ass. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's just like, it's annoying that it's like when you have something or like even in Mexico, mm -hmm. when you know, when you go to the buffets, you have to wear a shirt, right? I, I you have to wear shit, like buffet? you have to wear like you can't just go in in your bikini top, right? Like, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I know I don't have any boobs. Mm -hmm. So I walked into my bikini top, no problem. The yeah. staff worker said absolutely nothing to me. But to my three friends who I was with, all three of them were told, go back to your room and put on a shirt because they all have boobs. Yeah. So it's like when you have something, everybody pays that much more attention to mm. it. And they're like, you got to cover it up. But when you don't have it, nobody, I'm a perfect example of it. At Lizenza, I got in trouble for having my ass being shown with the leggings. Mm -hmm. But when my boobs were out in Mexico, because I don't have boobs, nobody cared like it's it's just annoying that it's like yo like you can't just have what you have yeah all right so all right <coughs> you touched on a lot of things i was gonna touch yeah about. sorry i had to get it in i like this is a topic i'm very like i always rant no, about so so our, our everything that you said is uh, exactly what i was gonna just reiterate is like some of these women can't help it that the fact that she has a she had an ass and she, yeah you can't really make something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, Teacher Bay is actually pregnant as well. Is she? Yeah, she's pregnant. Don't know who the father is, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't know who the father is? She doesn't know who the father is. No one knows who the father is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She might know, but no one else knows. Okay. She's probably not with him. Uh, I don't want to say that. Just I don't, I don't want to shit on her. Okay. She's about to have a beautiful blessing. I don't want to talk about, you know. I, so Teacher Bay has a, she has a kid. She's pregnant. Yeah. She. But this woman right here, she said that she wants to mix the two of uh, being a, a educator and a model at the same time to let you know that she's diverse and mm -hmm. shit like that. And she put the lesson plan up there to let people know that she's educated or she's educating a class full of people. I mean, all fine and dandy. I look at it and like, yo, why people act like they never seen ass before? Yeah. Why people never ask that like they seen a fine ass teacher before? Mm -hmm. Like I. All that shit is not new to me. Like I looked at him, like, oh shit, that's a fat ass. And me as a kid, me going, if me as a college student go to class and my teacher has a fat ass, it's only gonna be impressive for like the first day, maybe like the first few first few class times. After the, that, shit gets tired. It's normalized. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. yo, she, and then you might go to the class and the class is whack. <laughs> it's like yo, the big ass teacher, big ass ass teacher, <laughs> teaching out these whack ass lessons. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I look at it like, all right, cool. I, I don't, I'm, I don't really take too much onus into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've always been like so. I get so angry when I see this stuff because it's just like you can't help that you have a shape. Can't help. They it always at all. say if you got it, flaunt it. But like, this isn't even people trying to flaunt it. Yeah. It. Just annoying that all the pancake ass bitches can wear wear this shit and not get in trouble. I mean, I look at it like this. It's like, yo, I think. <laughs> It's like it's like cancel culture type shit. Like people be over impulsive to just to react to some shit. It's the For, haters who don't have yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I look at it it's like, yo, she got an ass. You guys act like you never seen no ass before. Yeah, it's because they don't have it. They're jealous. Yeah, That's man. why. That's why. That's the conclusion I've come to. Yeah, like, Next. All right. So I see that you you got one of these things. Uh, you pulled a <laughs> clip from the 15th finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashian, where Kim addresses the slavery comment, but she yeah. was wrong, anyways. She yeah, she was wrong. That's why the clip got pulled. She's like, if you listen to the head, uh, if you listen to the clip, that's not what he said. That was just the headline. He said that. Okay, can't do that voice for too yeah. long. She said that he said. 
Uh, slavery was 400 years. If it's going to be another 400 years, that sounds like some bullshit to me. That was probably what she told him. And that's probably what or she told, wished he, he had said. Her, yeah. But she, even in the video, I talked about it on my YouTube video again, too. She was looking, during her confessional, she's always looking straight at the camera, like yeah. any normal person would. In this one, she's looking up and to the left. The episode before this, she met with a mentalist who said when people lie, they look up and to the left. Yeah, people do. She was looking up and to the left the entire time. It was almost like she was reading something off the, like off to the side. And like maybe her mom was holding some giant cue cards or something with this is what he said. Remember this. I don't know. But it was, yeah, it was. Uh, she's wrong, though. She's wrong. No, that's why I got pulled. Yeah. She's wrong, but she probably that's what probably she, he told her in the conversation after mm-hmm. she addressed it. Like, what do you mean like that? It's like yeah, she probably didn't watch the TMZ thing. Yeah. Or she probably just heard the the the, the banter of shit going on. She was like, yep. Oh, Kanye, what did you mean to say? It's like, yeah, I know this doesn't look good, but yeah, four hundred years of slavery, another four hundred years of that. She was like, Oh, okay, I get you. But it's smart that they pulled this because if they didn't pull it, it would have caused actually it might have been better for them and caused more publicity. I mean, it not a lot of people knew about this. It would have helped the narrative for Kanye anyways. Let's say, yeah. let's be honest. It was like, oh, that's what he said. Because at first when I seen it, when I heard him, I'm like, yeah, I'm, honestly, I was in my mind. I was like, it was, yeah, that's why I, I guess he meant because he kind of cleaned it up further on. Yeah. But I looked at it as like, oh, maybe I watched the TMZ shit wrong. And then I seen the comparison, what Kanye actually said on the TMZ interview versus what she said. I'm like, all right, yeah, she... He didn't say yeah. he didn't say that. Yeah. But I understand that her sentiment of understanding what he meant because of probably private conversations. So on the TV show, she probably was like, "Oh, said this," but in actuality, he didn't. He, to be honest, I'm just waiting for her to do something about this whole Centoya Brown thing. Centoya Brown. Yeah. Is that was she supposed to help her out? No, but I would like to see her do that since she's helped out. She helped out Alice, Miss Alice. Yeah. I don't know Al, her first name. Uh, Alice I think Johnson? Alice is. Yeah, Alice, Alice Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's supposed to help out this another dude. Yes, another guy. Yeah, I would like to see her help Santoya Brown since she's so young. Santoya Brown's supposed to be spending, what, 50 something years? 51. Yeah, and she's what? Before being eligible for parole. She's like 15, or she was 15. I think she's, she's 18 six, now. She, she's not 18 now. She I think th- she's something like that. She's like 30 something. She. Are you sure? She was 16 yeah. in 2004. 2004. So, oh, shit. So you're right. She's 20 something. She's 30 something. 26. So, four. Okay, yeah. She's 30 on the dot. She's not. 20, yeah, because 2014 would, I mean, 2014 would be she's 26 plus another four years. We're in 2018. So she's 30. She's 30 now? Yeah. Damn. No, nah, but still, I'd like, that's still pretty young. Damn. Yeah. That's <clears throat> fucked up. Okay. Damn. We want to talk about the Satoya Brown then? Because I remember seeing it. She got she killed her pimp, right? Yeah, she killed him. He went viral. <laughs> he this was thing went, this, this, this story went viral. Like yeah, like, not too long ago. Yeah. Like not definitely not when it happened, but it was more recent. Um, she was convicted of first degree murder and received a so she killed forty three year old real estate. They call him real estate agent, but he was pimping. Her pimp. Yeah, in two thousand and four, she shot and killed him, and she said she did it. Because he was soliciting her for sex, um, prosecutors said she killed him to rob him. Um, mm. what if, what if, who cares? Yeah. Who's soliciting for sex? So, but, go on. but they don't believe that. Op- well, they're trying to twist it. Um, she was convicted of first degree murder and received a life sentence after July 1st, 1995. And 1995? Not, yeah. And Hold was, on, what? Wait. How? Tennessee, uh, defendants. Oh, de- oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Defendants like her 
who are convicted of first-degree murder and received sentence after July 1st, 1995, are not eligible for release until they serve at least five decades behind bars. So that's the reasoning behind her 51 years. Um, Why? I don't know. So what, she has to serve... She has to serve 50. She has to serve a minimum of 50 years, so they gave her 51, behind bars before being eligible for parole in the state of Tennessee. Yo, that is fucked up. Yo, they give out football numbers over some dumb shit. Yeah. Football Especially numbers. Especially when it has to be like, um, in terms 50 of years? Being, yeah. She would, she would get out when she was like 80-something? So Yeah, 81 she would be, if she even makes it that far. What the fuck? That's fucked, man. That's your whole life gone. Over something that you didn't even have a say in. That's your whole life gone in prison. Yo. So does this mean so but does this mean like it would make me a little bit happier to know that if from when she was sixteen to twenty six, so from sixteen till now, she was free or was she still locked up? Uh the depends. I really don't know that. Because if she was well, if she was locked up, that would mean she would get out seventy one years old. I but, mean, to be honest, they would probably try to hit her with time like Laura would have tried to use time served. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I mean. So if she was still in jail for these past ten years or 14 years then it would be dropped to 51 minus 14 would be 46 no 47 i'm not good at math but 47 damn so that would be 47 more years on top of 30 she'd be 77 damn that's crazy i feel bad for her i I really hope kim does something about this i hope i hope so she's been helping well she only really helped one person this year yeah but i hope she helps this one yeah because this is a case that a lot of celebrities i swear kim did speak on this case too yeah i mean i don't know if she'd do anything about it but man that's fucked up the the sad thing is the fact that we're relying on somebody not somebody like kim kardashian but a reality tv star to get her out of jail that's how you know the american system is fucked well, I mean, it's not we're relying on them. It's someone that has a voice and gets a, a more and has access to get certain cases in front of people, in front of the right people. Yeah. And so in situations like this where you know someone, that's how Meek Mill was able to get free. So in a, in a way, because he had Al Sharpton, Jay Z, the the CEO of the the the, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixes. Mm-hmm. He had mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people, like public uh, public people, to speak on his case, saying that's unfair, it's heavy handed, unjust, and stuff like that. Yeah. Kevin Hart spoke on it. Kevin, like he, we had a lot of famous people who had who could bring a lot of attention to certain to certain things, come to Meek's uh, Meek's side, and yeah. that's why he was able to get out because of just the the situation of his case and the severity of it. It was like, come on, man, that's so heavy handed over for dirt bike riding and shit like that. Yeah. You, that's heavy handed. You should never give it to him like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, yeah, so when Kim was able to meet up with Donald Trump and talk about prison reform, it's not that we rely on her. It's the fact that all these advocacy groups that are out there trying to help people in prison do certain things that they can't, they don't have working. fucking access. Yeah. yeah. So when Kim, when Kim, or let's say a Jay-Z or a Beyonce or like a Kevin Hart or whatever, whatever, comes in and has access to the White House and able to talk to the president, which a lot of people in general, a lot of, let's say, uh, black people make up a majority of the incarceration rate in America. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the black people in America don't even fuck with Donald Trump on a celebrity scale. So it's like, it's who are you really trying to help? If you're trying to help your people, you can't say fuck Donald Trump. And you see Kim Kardashian making nice with 
with Donald Trump and helping black people. Or I'm not, she helped one black person and she's attempting to help someone else. Yeah. But she's also aligned herself with that thing. It's like, you know what? Maybe let me help try to see if I, what I could do. And what she's doing is able to make some work. She was able to get Alice Brown out after a moment, after one meeting. Yeah. I, I just think what I'm trying to say is like, it's just sad that that's what it comes down to is when even though we have these advocacy groups who have the they have the facts and they have the numbers and everything needed they just need that one person who has that sort of celebrity pull on it even um an episode of the kardashians courtney was asked to be on um go to speak to congress about some laws regarding um the like personal hygiene and baby products, like what goes into them and stuff mm. and how we should be notified about, or they should be notified about what's actually on them and if they're really harmful or not. Yeah. Or if they're guinea pigs using them, like is the, are they the first batch of people to try them out? And the group like was even saying, they were like, we're so thankful to like have your voice and stuff, but like they already had everything. Courtney just had to go up there and say like, yeah, this is important to me, whatever. Yeah. And that's it. Like that's- Sometimes that's all you need. That's shitty. That's all, sometimes that's all you need. <clears throat> all right, let's talk about this. Uh, Kevin Hart steps down from hosting the Oscars. I think this guy did a, a great thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, why I say that is because dude used the F word, said some gay jokes back in the day, which was fucking totally fine 10 fucking years ago or almost 10 years ago. That shit was cool. Shit was cool. Yeah. No one really gave no fucks about it. And now that he's hosting some people want to dig up into your Twitter. See, this is what the lame shit. This is what lame people do, right? <laughs> they, see, they see you get some light and they try to just dig up some dirt so they can hate on you. And then yep. they bring some light. Yo, bro, fuck, yo eat a dick, bro. Well, even suck um, a dick. And he even said, like, it's it, this has already been brought up in previous situations. Yeah, and it has been offered roles and he's already apologized for it. So if he was already punished for it before yeah. and t- whatever opportunities were taken away from him, then it doesn't need to happen now. It was 10 years ago a decade ago and uh, like obviously people we've spoken about this yeah. we both agree that people change like i just think it's i think the academy made the wrong choice and they fucked up and they look stupid at this point no, they should have stu- they should have stood with him it's like yeah. fuck that and even um what's it called i think it was i think it was tyrese he posted tweets he pulled up some tweets from chelsea handler and no no Schumer. it was nick cannon it was nick cannon oh nick cannon and posting, then, yeah some, saying, some, about slang like uh homophobic slang that yeah they so use. so the weird the weird thing is this is why i don't be this is why i don't be fucking with people because me personally i looked at what nick cannon did i'm like yeah that's that shit kind of corny bro like yeah. i i say it's corny not because the the it's like you you're trying to fight fire with fire yeah 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 it's not gonna work mm-hmm. and the reason why it didn't work is he brought those up those are white women uh he brought those up and then some gay dude had a thread talking about how oh as a gay person we knew that chelsea handler and all these girls were making jokes and we didn't see the 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 the, the jokes that had nothing to do with violence against gays to, towards gays and we understand that kevin hart when i read his tweets I felt some type of way, you know. Go eat it. I mean, you are going to suck a dick, but <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 but I don't. I don't. I say that to say, like, yo, just shut the fuck up. Like, you know, Kevin Hart is not out here smacking gay people. Yeah. Like you know this. Um, what I do think. There and what's was- and what's and, oh, and my thing is if people if if in all honesty if do say yo I don't want my son to be gay, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to love him. What type of what type of wrong shit is that? I will, it's like my I don't want my son to be a criminal, but I'm still gonna love him, right? It's yeah. the same fucking thing. Um, I do think there was one wrong thing in this. What was that? And that is Gary Owens. He was the first um celebrity 
that stood up for Kevin after this happened. Obviously, that's his boy. And but pretty much what he said was that Kevin should get a pass for these comments regardless yeah. because he's a comedian. Yeah, he he was like, you know, he's not a gay basher. Um, not. He's like, just stop it. He's just a comedian, just he cutting is. it up with his boys. But however, the reason I think that's wrong is because like, yes, I get it. Comedians poke fun at everything. A, uh, comedians are supposed to poke fun at, at what's going on in society. Yes, but I just don't think it's okay to be like, yeah, uh, gay people are are the punchline for this for the next couple of years. Like the LGBTQ community is not a punchline because then it's like, how are you gonna feel when you become the punchline? You know what I mean? I Michael Jackson was a punchline before he died. Yeah, that dude had it. That dude got it a lot. Yeah, no, but I I think like it's just the fact that it's like the whole community becomes a punchline. It's uh, I don't know. That's where it comes comes kind of wishy washy for me. Not but I do think Kevin made the right choice for stepping down because on. he's already acknowledged it all. It's like, yeah, you go eat a dick. I'm not going to apologize for shit. I'm not. And, and when you start groveling and apologizing for shit, it's like now you, you you make me look bad as a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I look at it like this: like Kevin Hart, he he he's, he did something that a lot of people wouldn't do. He's like they. Most people apologize and like move forward, but he's like, nah, man. I already I, this shit been addressed. Like, go eat yeah. a dick. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't need the Oscars. I fuck it. I already got, I already got the eligibility to host it, but I never got to host it. But yeah, fuck he it. He doesn't I, need that bag. Yeah, I mean, fuck the bag. You know, Oscars whack anyways. Yeah. Yeah, but also, I say that to say this: I, comedians right now, they've always had the past to speak on what's going on in society and make poke fun at shit. And let's be honest, there's no. People make would make fun of gay people because that was the that was the move. Mm-hmm. That was the thing to do. Uh, uh so why do you look, keep looking at your phone? Because Ad is texting me some shit uh. about today. Uh I'm keeping this in anyways. <laughs> I'm not I'm not eating the shit. Uh <laughs> uh um yeah, so comedians poke fun is but the thing is with the, like I said earlier on in the in the in the podcast, people get impulsive about shit and they just want to react to it. Mm-hmm. And with Twitter being there, it's like, oh, let me just tweet some shit and it, and it could go. It could get cashed up by people. So when people say, when when a comedian says some some offensive, somewhat, but it's funny, people like see the offensiveness of it. It's like, ah, oh, he said this or he said that, and then people take the shit out of context, not knowing that he's a comedian and shit like that. And it, it starts to a snowball effect of just offensive and I'm supposed to apologize. As a comedian, I think I think who really fucked it up, a lot of people do, would say this, is Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. He fucked it up for a lot of comedians when he apologized for his jokes. And that kind of set the presidents to like, all right, I'm a comedian and I'm accountable for saying shit. And I should be held accountable for saying shit. And my jokes can be used at as real life incidents that could affect my life. If Tracy Morgan never said I apologize for his jokes, just just so he could stay on Thirty Rock or whatever that bullshit show I think that that's he, what it was called, yeah. Yeah, shit would be so <laughs> different. If when you apologize for something that you innately do as a, as your career or something like that, now it switches the 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 paradigm of things. Mm-hmm. So me as a comedian, if I was making jokes about gay shit or I was making jokes about regular shit, race shit, and I apologize for that, you know what that says? It's as like you know what you're doing is wrong. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And it says that you now you and your fellow colleagues are held accountable at the same standard that you have set for, for every people. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. And that's what Kevin Hart has to apologize. That's why Tracy Morgan apologized. That's why Dave Chappelle probably came on and apologized. That's why a whole bunch of all these comedians have come on to apologize and say, like, we didn't mean it. I apologize for my actions. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, all that type of shit. It's like, no, bro, stand on your fucking stand on and and. And yeah, you might lose the bag, but it's not about the bag. It's about your reputation. And it's about how do you deem yourself? How do you go to sleep at night knowing that you were able to stick to your guns at the end of the day? And that's what it should be about. But shout out to Uncle Russ, uh, all the way out in Bali, (laughs) supporting his man, Kevin Russ. Come back home, Russell. Hashtag come back home, Russell. Uh, We need to get you back in America. (laughs) You got got crimes you got to answer to. Oh, man. And you know, this was just an assumption I made that he weighed in from Bali. Yo, that man's in Bali right now. <laughs> Yo, come back home, Russell. Um, did you want to talk about your hot take that we didn't get to talk about last week? Also, I talked about a little bit on the on the A Team show. Okay. And I kind of said that uh masculinity is under attack uh by society because uh masculinity is deemed as a dangerous, uh toxic thing that is uh destroying the fabric of our society. Which people, quote unquote, people are looking at. People say ma- toxic masculinity is what's causing rape culture to evolve. Toxic masculinity, masculinity is causing what to causing men to not be expressive about their emotion. Toxic masculinity is causing uh, of homophobia to be on the rise. Toxic masculinity is deemed as uh, as an oppression to women. You know, masculinity is seen as something that men cannot no longer be. But when they are, they are deemed as uh, a necessary evil or evil to to women and other men. But ma- that's the thing. Masculinity doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a homophobe or you, you have you to don't. be. You don't. It's not. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And so but, it's like when people are saying that that when all of a sudden when somebody there is that one guy who is a homophobe mm-hmm. and yeah i'm talking to all of you who hit the pause when you're eating a fucking banana pause okay (laughs) that shit pisses me off or a hot dog um it's like it's like when there are those people like that then it's like okay that you can't generate that into all of masculinity it's not like yeah he's a dude but does that mean that that's a masculine trait that he has I think society is just overly sensitive with everything. It's like the whole feminism thing. It's like the whole feminism thing? Yeah, like they don't really know what. No, I don't think it's like, I don't think masculine, because there's no masculine (laughs) movement. It's just the fact that, say, me being grounded and me being a man, that might be offensive to someone. It's like, oh, you you, because you're a man, you can't do this and that. And people want to hate on that. And people want to bring that down. The, 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 what's it called? The what's it called Ca- the castration the castration of men in society is so rampant right now mm-hmm. where they want to cut down men and make them very feminine and feminize them have them wearing dresses and <laughs> have them expressive you know being extra emotional that's why you see a lot of there's a lot of whole ass niggas out there though to be honest with you there's a lot of guys who 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 play who play like they're tough but in reality they're really like really super emotional and in behind closed doors when they're with the woman they 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 throw a side that is so bitch made yeah. and and so fucking ridiculous. It's like my god, you really like this? Yeah. Like for me, I'm 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 for real for real. I'm myself all the time, even behind closed door. I'll let you. I let one of these chicks know. They know how I am. I cover my face when I ejaculate for real for real. 
Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I know no, but I know I get that. I know somebody yeah. who's who's like that where it's like behind closed doors they're yeah. completely bitch made. Person. Yeah. Bitch made. Yeah. And that's what and I think women like that now. They women like the emasculated man. They don't like the man's man. And I'm not saying a, a man's man means you got to be disrespectful to women. I mean a man's man is that means he stands on some type of morals, principles and lives his life through parameters and he's actually he upholds the the masculine traits and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fold under pressure to to appeal to a woman because he knows that he is the king. Yeah. But you know, society's trying to castrate a lot of men, trying to infeminize them, have them wearing dresses and, and doing a whole bunch of fruity shit to appeal to the homosexual character. Because once a man is deemed as looked as homosexual, then he, and throughout society, he's deemed as weaker. Yeah. Even I don't even care how strong the LGBTQ the, the homosexual community is. When a man or when a when a cisgender man or home or a straight gender man is seemed or deemed as somewhat homosexual in the eyes of society, hundred percent deemed as weaker. Yes. He's deemed as weaker, right? It's like those people in high school that you were never sure if they were gay or not. Yeah, he was androgynous. But or, it's no, like that, they were very, um, they were feminine in in certain yeah, ways, and these. And you view them as weaker, yeah. We 100%. view them weaker, and they're mostly and they're more accepted in society. Because mm-hmm. the black, the worst thing in the world is a as a black man that's affirm uh, that's affirmative in himself. And, and when a black man who's affirmative in himself goes onto society, he's often uh, often negated to because he's not because he's so strong. He's like, what type of black man should should you be affirmative and strong in your will? You should be uh, somewhat less assertive. And less, you know, masculine, so you're able to get jobs. That's why people, black people put on the, the white voice. That's why black mm-hmm. men tend to, you know, soften themselves around others because when they're deemed as as strong, they're deemed as, yo, I can't have you around because you're gonna bring, you're gonna cause some Overpower. type of friction. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And I think I don't know if this goes for every type of man. I'm only speaking for myself and, and men of men of black race mm-hmm. i mean it might be the same through all around but let's say the attack on masculinity is very rampant and women and society and the homosexual community i'm not going to blame anything yeah but they tend to want to castrate a lot of the the straight males and de- and effeminize them and demasculate them into being somewhat of a weaker uh of people yeah i could be wrong about this anyway no i can see that you know that's why i just want to talk about even when I think about like um like my dad, for example, mm-hmm. he's not very like he's not very emotional at all. Yeah. I don't get any I love you or I don't even get hugs from him. It's like I'm lucky I get one hug a year. It's on my birthday. Yeah. And it's not a proper hug, it's just a one arm little pat on the back, yeah. like, Happy birthday. Yeah. That's it. I love you if I'm lucky once a year. That's it. So it's like, and my mom was always talking like, oh, I wish your dad was like, showed a little more emotion or like told you guys he loved you more or did more of this and more of that, whatever. You, 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 and you're going to grow up one day and you're going to say, you're going to go like, yo, my dad really loved me because you're going to take in the, the the small things that he done. Yeah. Like sometimes like, you got to look at it like that. Sometimes yeah, yeah, the man yeah. got to do Don't all Don't get that. it twisted. I know he loves me, but it would be nice to hear it Why? more than zero to one times a year because yo you know when you fight with your parents or you fight with a man or somebody who doesn't show that emotion it's like you really do think that they don't love you yeah so i've I've been butting heads with my dad nonstop for the last two weeks and sometimes i'm really sitting there like do you even actually like me like forget love like do you even like me i mean i look at this this next girl she hit me up i was talking to her she's like yo you don't show you're very hard to read i don't know if you're really interested i'm like i'm talking to you ain't i 
<laughs> no, but got... no, but it's true. It is true. But, uh, I the, will say that. The, 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 the let's be honest. The the most important thing a man can give a, a woman is time. If I'm giving you my fucking time, which I know is precious to me, the fuck you talking about <laughs> yeah, is your heart to read. But if I'm giving you affirmations and and really showing you that and explaining and telling you that I'm about you and I'm not getting the same from you, especially in the, the day and age and the society we're in and the games that people be playing, men and women both, it it is nice to get that affirmation back at least and mean it. Yeah, I'm and giving some you my sort of Some sort of time. like confirmation that, yeah, you are like, I'm giving you my time. Like, do you tell people you love them? I don't tell girls I love them because I haven't See? loved a girl. Mm. Okay, well, like, do you tell your mom you love her? I mean, I mean. See. I, be giving, I, give, I give her hugs and kiss on her cheeks and she'd be appreciative of that. Like, I'm not. That's like, okay. But, but, but like, thing, I didn't, gr- I, didn't really, like, I didn't really grow up like that. My mom wasn't really hugging me like, yo, I love you, son, and type of stuff. Like, my mom was texting me dear and shit like that. Oh, yes, dear. <laughs> like, I love this yeah, like yo, my mom was weird like that. But she, even like even off of that, like my dad was fine with us growing up. Yeah, like you're a child. Hit, once we hit a certain age, it was like, okay, we stopped. Like I remember when I was a kid, my dad used to come home from work yeah. every day, and he would crouch at the door and say, "Nina, I'm home," and open his arms, and I would come running from wherever I was yeah. in the house, jump into his arms, and he'd throw me in the air, whatever, hug me, kiss you're me, a child. whatever. Then it's like when now, you when you grow up, like, you put down the childish things. It's like I'm not gonna do that. Like yeah, you're you're a 16, 20 year old. My woman. mom's still does it to me like my mom is still like cuddles up with me or like she's like always like telling me she loves me and your, like your father's smothering trying to, me with your try, love your father's trying like, to make you grow up and see that's the type of father i need to be <laughs> i want to if i have daughters i gotta because a lot of the times uh yeah but women, you can still make me grow up by still telling me you love me like what the fuck why you need why why you need me to tell you i got this roof over her head ain't i <laughs> yeah I put, but, I put food in your belly ain't i yeah but yeah, it's so like, you talking about i don't love you because <laughs> when we argue people be saying shit and then it's like just I tell mean, me you love me after I, the fight I, like, no 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 Oh, see that that shit would fuck me up. I hate. I would hate when my mom did that. Beat my ass and then hug me after. Send me mixed signals. No, I like it because I know that they actually love. Nah, me. I don't. No, just on some like, yo, this is gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you. Nah, bro, just don't do it. <laughs> uh. Just don't do it. But yeah, I mean, like, some a lot of times you gotta look at the at the deeper picture. Yeah. If you're looking for love, if you're looking for someone to give you verbal affirmations. You're not you're not looking deep enough. I'll always look at it like this. If I'm giving you my time, if I'm doing certain things around you, if I'm if I'm telling you certain things about myself and about my my past, my present and my objective, which a man should do. Mm-hmm. That means I I deem you enough worthy to be in my presence and I deem my time not to be wasted around you. You know what I mean? So if I'm doing all of that, you got to look to And if you're just going like, you know what? He doesn't tell me he likes me. He doesn't let me love. Me. That means you ain't even paying attention to me, bitch. No, you. But but that's a problem. It's like you get that comes down to similar. Similarly, mm-hmm. I know we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. It comes down to mixed signals. It's yeah. like you can do these actions. These little tell me about your past and your present and your future and mm-hmm. whatever. But it's like if you're still not there at the end of the day telling me you love me, it's like who else are you telling about your past, present and future? You're, for me, what it comes down to is if you're not going to tell me you love me action wise what it comes down to is is like the effort you put into what we have going on whether it's planning the date or doing romantic things on the date writing me a little hand hand letter and delivering me roses to my house something like that that's what it comes down to for me if you're not gonna say i love you and to be honest all you really need is for someone to like you if someone (laughs) likes you if someone likes you they'll be with you for almost the eternity are you what if somebody no next that's next podcast okay i'll break it down between the likes and love and why you want 
Yeah, because we I have a perfect hot take for the why, next why one, someone, right under yours. Why you should like someone more than you should love them. Okay, we'll talk about it on the next one because right. I have that hot take there. All right, then cool. Okay. All right. So thank you guys for listening. This is another episode of the Educating the Reckless Podcast. Hope you guys were edu- educated. Hope you guys were entertained by our reckless conversation. Yep. And see you guys next week because we'll be back here again for episode twenty two. Because we in this shit. Yep. All right, man. Take it easy. You could catch us on on uh, Google, Park, Play, Google Play. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Spotify. It's going to make a YouTube. lot more sense when we're on YouTube again and have videos and shit. Again? What do you mean? Not again. But once oh, you have like videos. Like real videos? Like, yeah. And so someone yeah, pops yeah. up on our shit and it's like, oh, you can catch. If, you, if you're watching us right oh, now and you yeah, want yeah, yeah, to listen to us, yeah. you can listen to us on uh, Apple, Spotify, and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right, but oh, make sure you guys subscribe and um, rate. Like, share, rate. Yeah, share. You know, <laughs> yeah, tell subscribe. us what you think. Yeah. All right, then. Take it easy. This has been your host of Apollo P. And, no better, Nina. And this has been the Educated and the Reckless Podcast.